Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. Lemon chill. <laughs> Tamale. No bless. Mm, I reckon we can do that. <laughs> Suicide squeeze. Mm -hmm. I'm 38, but I just, I would say I became an adult a few years ago. But <laughs> a bald guy with sunglasses that can yeah. play the piano. And have you ever broiled a chicken? Hola, Miss yeah. Senorita Kelso. Two in the morning, she's out there. Yeah. Cayete. <laughs> now a member of the Global Ag Network. How much do you want for the golden goose? They're not for sale. Name your price. It's a bad ex exchange rate. Who says I can't? The man with a funny hat. I want one. I want a golden goose. Naturally. Gooses. Geeses. I want geese my geese to word. lay gold eggs for Easter. You know... Golden eggs are... I would say they're way underrated. I've never really had too many to say... You know, to say with confidence. But I do know that... Um, they're probably great and wonderful. Well, guys... We hope everybody is having a very safe and a very prosperous harvest. This is the Dryline Farmer Podcast, and I am kind of all alone. This we're actually I'm actually recording this in the morning, which is really weird because you know we always do it at night. But and Landon Landon's going to call in here in the second segment. He's going to give us a little uh, help along with this whole climate change chick, and um, I call her the Oompa Loompa, not Oompa Loompa, but the Veruca Salt of the climate change people. So uh, anyway, we've got that coming up. And, um, yeah, so we started harvest. We're rolling along. We've got a few fields already in the bin, and um, we're trying to get, oh, we're probably approaching half done, maybe half done on the corn, and then we've got milo, and then we've got cotton, and we've got all that good stuff. So uh, we've got all of that. Uh, weather's been hot and dry like everything else. Um, yields have been pretty been pretty sour uh, for ever, pretty much everybody south of Hereford. I know they've uh, been, they've not sour, but they've been pretty disappointed, in which I know you're never probably ever super happy with uh, with the yield that you have but uh, we've uh, we've had some we've been pretty content we were obviously off we're uh, off of the actual you know what we were hoping for so um just too much just too much sunshine and too little rain and it was just a hard probably a year we'd like to get behind us but um, like I said we've still got some fields that are you know doing better than we actually expected now that we're um, a little further out north we caught those early rains and um so yeah it's um it's just one of those deals. So we've got um, we've got this podcast going, and it's on the Global Ag Network. It's alongside a whole bunch of other great podcasts. It's Moving Iron Podcast and uh, Girls Talk Ag and, of course, the flagship Ag News Daily with uh, Delaney and Mike. They do just a great job of uh, getting those interviews in there. And I uh, want to throw a bone out to Casey Seymour. He's uh, I don't guess we had the uh, something about kids or something. We didn't do a Wednesday morning show or something, and I know my episode of this one's a day late, so... You know, we maybe we'll do a remote harvest podcast uh, with old Casey. I don't know what he's got going up in the Nebraska Panhandle. He's maybe he's screwing more farmers with that uh, high priced machinery and uh, parts that never that are never right. You always have to go back a couple of times, right, Casey? Ah, huh? I need the radar Ricardo thing there, but uh, he's not here right now. So we've got all that. You're going to find us on um, Twitter. That's uh, at Trader Brent, and then Landon. You're going to hear it from him later, I bet. But he's at No Twit Landon Forty Four and. We're going to drop and redrop this broadcast on the Twitter feed. You're also going to find it on Facebook, 
That's also on Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, the Global Ag Network, iTunes. I I want to listen to your podcast or something. It's all there and anywhere. And um, yeah, so it's great and wonderful. Just got through at the fair. Um, if anybody, this isn't the actual state fair. The actual Texas state fair is, I think, starting up here in the next few days. And um, it goes for, I guess, three weeks to a month. And we'll actually be going down there here in two or three weeks to show some heifers and that's down in dallas so and i never did go to the fair as a kid we always uh we weren't in that circuit that was a different um oh what do you want to call it cycle in the steers those were the fat those were you take your fat steers there so uh ours were always winter we always go to the winter majors so we never went to the state fair but um we will be going this year and i'm sure it's going to be great and wonderful we just got through with the tri-state fair in Amarillo, and it's probably a few scales less than the texas state fair but um Nonetheless, you do get the same Texas-sized people that are walking up and down the alleys of the uh, concessions and all the midway. You've got your uh, turkey legs. You've got your beer battered. At, well, not beer battered, but we got uh, my son, oldest son and I, we got up there. We were like there the day it opened because that's when the, the heifer showed up. And it didn't really officially open till four, but we got the, I think we got one of the first funnel cakes. So we got the freshest. I'm assuming it was the grease was changed out from last year. So, uh. At least that's what we were hoping, but we got a new fun or a uh, one of the first funnel cakes at the Tri-State Fair, I believe, and it was pretty awesome, nice and thick, and it was still fairly light and a good amount. I would say a pound, maybe maybe a pound and a half of powdered sugar, which you can fit a lot of powdered sugar into a pound's worth of weight. So, and of course, we ate it all, and then we went. What did we go back after? Lemonade. I always get. I love getting the lemonade because it's freshly squeezed. <laughs> By people who probably didn't wash their hands, so which that makes it a little more tart, a little more tangy, and um, the smells really going up and down the the concession midway of the of the any fair is pretty unappetizing because no matter how much oil and how much grease they use to fry everything at the fair, it just cannot overwhelm the dumpsters that they have lined up and down in between every other booth, so you can throw your crap away. So. Uh, yeah, it's um, it, it it's a menagerie of smells, a menagerie of odors, and um, you need to go learn how to spell menagerie because it's going to be on the next spelling test. So, uh, did that? We had some pretty good success. Well, we had some good success with the steer. We uh, won a first class of um, lightweight Angus, and that was pretty bonus for us. Uh, Bradley had a good time doing that. Calf showed well. We showed our heifers the first weekend, and we were less than uh, close to the top. Uh, we were behind all of our cousins' heifers, which were really nice and. It's probably the way it should have been, but uh, nonetheless, we uh, all the calves showed nice, and we're going to be showing again here in what two or three weeks at the state fair, and going to be doing all that great and wonderful. We got a pretty short episode for you this week. Landon's going to call in here in a minute. We're going to talk the uh, Greta Thunberg climate activist kid because yeah, it's the way she lectures and condescends to literally world leaders in the in the chambers of the United Nations is it's pretty spectacular how self-righteous they've got this kid coached up to be because she, I mean, I didn't get talked down to that. I didn't get talked down to like that when I was in grade school as like a seven year old, they talked to me as a bigger adult than that. So, um, she's, yeah, that's what, she, this is what socialism brings you guys. Cause She's uh, from a socialist state. So we've got that. I don't know. I can't remember if she's Dutch or German or what she is. But uh, nonetheless, she's uh, out of touch and um, completely out and over her head, in over her head. So we've got all that. We've got Randall Ricardo. We've got a forecast that he's going to give that 
I don't know. It's pretty basic, I guess. And then we've got our uh, fair. It's a Tri-State Fair-inspired sponsor. I think they, I don't know, they deep fry everything. You'll just have to listen to it. We've got that sponsor. We've got Radar Ricardo. We've got Landon. No twit Landon. Coming up next on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. From Smithville's Fair Foods. Uh, 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 uh. It's this time of year. It's that time of year. It's the Tri-State Fair time of year. And we've got your favorite fair foods right down here at the Smithfield Fair Food booth. Yes, we've got everything deep fried. We've got small children. We've got small pets and small animals and all of the lambs and goats from the show the week before. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Come one, come all. We've even got deep fried batter. And that's it. We just get batter and deep fry it in peanut oil, and we might even throw some chloroform and rufinamine in there. Yes, rufalin, that's our favorite chemical when you go to the carnival. We are carnies after all. Smithfield Foods brings you deep fried batter and nothing else. We are right in between the thing where you throw the pennies on the glass saucers and they bounce off and you have absolutely no chance of winning that sweet little plush toy up there hanging from the top. We're between them and we're between the guy with the painted beard and we're not really sure if he works here or not, but nonetheless, that's who we're between. Smithfield Fair Foods, we have beer battered beer, don't ask us how we do it, and battered deep fried a batter. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And all you morbidly obese people, y'all get the two for one. That's right. No, not the price. You get twice the calories for only one trip to the Porter Potty. Yes, ma'am. Come on, come on. It's Smithfield Foods and our funky batter. That's our beer battered beer. Come on down. Oh, yeah! Get funky! Yeah! Yeah! Uh, uh, uh! Hey, Alberto, hey, give me the, give me that, uh, pizza doll up there, the, the, the little chingadera, whistle at that. Oh, hey, 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 Bato, hey, this is uh, Radar Ricardo, and then Asenio, bringing you a live weather forecast from the Tri-State Affair, Bato, eh, we're all out here, we're just kind of going up and down the midway, whatnot, back and forth, this and that way, and we're just kind of checking all the fair foods out as we go up and down the alleys or whatever, man, they got, this is all pretty much white people food, except that, that they got that Spanish and Methodist church little booth, and they got chalup, no, they got chalup, what they got, Bato, hey, brisket, man, Bato, oh yeah, they got brisket, caprón, they got, uh, like, they're, and like the brisket burritos or whatever, and they're like not very big, you know. But hey, you know it, it's all it's all for the reason for the not the season or whatever. That's Christmas, but the fair time or whatever. But uh, hey, you know it is September. It is fair time in Amarillo, Bato. And as you know, when the fair comes to town, and so does the rain. Bato, we actually got a couple showers here and there, and it's really nothing to like write home about or whatever. I mean, it's not gonna keep us from riding the total world and that that big hammer thing that goes like way up in the air and then they drop you all like way down, Bato. Amen. That picture of Diego Merillo was almost got by the Lord, but I thought it's all crazy. But hey, I don't know if you want to know the weather. I mean, it's going to be like, oh, like above average or whatever. I mean, maybe the global rings for real or whatever. But uh, 
I know you're starting to cut corn and everything, and you need some dry weather. And, and I mean, Abato, let's be honest, you're gonna have dry weather, huh? Ah, nah. Hey, Abato, uh, forecast is like 80s, and then it's like maybe next week it gets into the 70s. That's about really all I'm saying. We're more really concerned about, like, what's the next food we're gonna eat. We got the turkey leg, and we got the. Uh, man, my, one of my favorites is a lemonade, Abato. They put like four cups of sugar in there. And then, like, a half a lemon, and then, like, stir it with their finger, man. It's all kind of weird, nasty, my toe. It can't be healthy. Hey, this is Moreno Ricardo, a dentist, daddy. Oh, back to you. No, my toe, the other chica, Dana. Yeah, 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 the whistle. The whistle. All right, thanks, Ricardo, for that great, wonderful report. And from our great spot, I got to get in the microphone there. And um, from that great sponsor, I forgot even what it was, like fair food, like their beer batter, they're battering batter and selling it. Deep fried, like fried, I don't know, deep fried batter, Landon, it's something awesome. But um, did you go to the fair? Some batter. <laughs> did you go to the fair? I didn't, I did not. I was hanging out with Kiddo all weekend. Kimmy, well, was, Kimmy was selling jewelry at the farm, at the canyon At the fair? Market, so. Um, That's when you take the kid to the fair. You have the kid. Yeah, the fair's been. there. You take her there. Yeah, we did. We did a lot of other good stuff. We we went walking and. Were you like a Scientologist or something? Do what? Are you a Scientologist or something? Or who doesn't believe in who doesn't believe in fairs? I forget which religion that is. No, we're not. We're not. We're not Scientologists. <laughs> okay. No, we, we believe in fairs. I should have gone. I could have got that turkey leg, man. That thing's always good. You realize that the girl we're about to talk about probably never got taken to the fair? Probably never had a turkey leg either. <laughs> well, she's only 16, you know. She probably hadn't lived that much yet. Well, guys, we're talking... She's, uh, probably, she's, huh? she's probably had the leg of a golden... She's probably had the leg of a golden goose, though. Yeah, that's a, yeah she is Swedish or whatever she is. But, um, well, let me get over here, guys. We're talking... We've only got Landon for a very short time because he's got to go back to work at the office. Uh, the Hereford Grain Turn office. Yeah, yeah. This uh, this pod, this podcast shit doesn't pay for nothing. So we're um, we're talking. Um, uh, I want an Oompa Loompa now, and we're pretty sure this is the uh, reborn Veruca Salt. So here we go with Greta Thunberg. We hope you can hear. My message is that we'll be watching you. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. Nobody came to you, How girl. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams, my childhood with your empty words. And yet I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money. But I want a new Palupa now! Economic growth. How dare you! Oh, be quiet. Your parents need to be flogged. Now, Landon, I hope. Could you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. Yeah. I heard it. Your thoughts? <laughs> which what? Wonder which ocean she's talking about. I don't know, dude. I, and I don't know what ecosystems are dying or which people are dying. 
But I do know that um, Africa is going to be pissed if they can't use uh, fossil fuels anytime soon. She yeah she she is so she is right on so many levels that she doesn't even know. First of all, she's right; she shouldn't be there. Second of all, she's right; she should be in school, and um, she we shouldn't be coming to young people because she can't even hardly get a driver's license yet. Even though I think she's sixteen, I don't know what the metric system calls for in Sweden, but. Who do you? What? What gives you the right? What? Who do you? Who? Who do you think you are? <laughs> Suck on the. Somebody's. She. I guarantee you that chick's got a box on her. On her. This is at the United Nations. The United Nations. They've got a sixteen-year-old girl lecturing a bunch of world leaders on something she absolutely knows nothing about. She's got a prepared speech. And I'm looking over here. This is, Of course, I pulled this up on YouTube. She was on The Daily Show with that Trevor Noah dude. He's interviewing her like she's like, hey, lady, you're not Rosa Parks, okay? You're not. You're not Harriet Tubman. You're not any of those people. You're a girl who got handed a script by her parents that probably don't have jobs. And they, you know, they probably don't have a house. They have a tent with a really fancy flap on the front where somebody knocks on it when they get their door. So it's um I don't know. It's it's a sad yeah, state of affairs. She got handed a script by a bunch of people that probably have private jets. Yeah. Probably happened. So I keep I keep getting confused. This isn't the girl that that floated over here on like a solar powered ship or ship, but a, like a boat and then to to show like she was a hundred percent um off of the grid and then two guys had to fly on a jet from Europe to America to to drive it back or you know to pilot it back across the ocean so and I'm sure they ate at the nicest damn steakhouse they could find in Manhattan so yeah oh yeah so yeah this is this is the Veruca you know she's really she's really Veruca Salt and the uh Mike TV and what's what's the girl that turns into a blueberry What's her name? I can't. Violet. Yeah. Sorry. A little on the nose there. Yeah. She's Violet, Veruca, and Mike TV all rolled into one. I mean, she really can't lump her in with Augustus Gloop or Charlie Bucket, but, you know, she is. If you, if you're more than, if you're, huh? Because Augustus, he he didn't make it across the Chocolate River. He just, he just fell into it. Oh, he can't drink it all. Yeah. He's a, yeah. That's one thing. If you can be identified with it, just one kid on Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Chances are you're not gonna get you're not gonna be a manager anytime soon. So, um, <laughs> although I know you told me that the actual the real actor that played Charlie Bucket's a vet now, so that's pretty that's pretty sweet. Yeah, and he's from he's from he's from like Dallas, Texas. Really, and it was supposed to be what is supposed to be in like England, like the setting of the Chocolate mm-hmm. Factory. Yeah, and he yeah. he did he not. He didn't have an English accent. Now that I think about it, did he? The only the only people that had accents was um, was Augustus Gloop. I don't even think um, I don't know where um, heck Violet. Think, Ma- I, they're all Americans though. Violet and Mike TV and um, I, I think Veruca. Well, Veruca did. Good. Yeah, she was from like Austria yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, Willy Wonka. I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were. 
exporting the crap out of those candy bars. So. Oh, yeah. Willy Wonka didn't have an accident. I guarantee you that was a... Apparently, he did a job that no other American would do. So he just, he took yeah. it to England, he took his tax credits, and he took his Oompa, well, I'm sure the Oompa Loompa laws over in England are probably not quite as strict as in America, so, you know, I, that puts yeah, a whole... and he didn't, he didn't, the real Willy Wonka didn't pull Michael Scott and send all the golden tickets to one, to one person. <laughs> That's so. true. I mean, when you hire an Oompa Loompa, it kind of puts a whole new spin on the term minimum wage. <laughs> so... That's true. That's true. <laughs> and um, I'm sure I'm sure they you would think an Oompa Loompa got discriminated against a lot. What with the green hair and the orange skin. That almost right. sounds like somebody we know. <laughs> He's the president. Right, 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 right. Speaking, of, speaking of minimum wage, I better I better get to work. Oh, hell yeah. Right. You're in the top one percent. All right. This is, this is no twit landing 44. <laughs> Signing off. For any, for any free plugs or, or whatever. Yeah. Hair plugs? But, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, Landon. Will you keep, uh, you keep the harvest rolling? And... We will. We'll, we'll keep the harvest rolling. And speaking of golden tickets, did you see my, my golden keystone? I saw that. Did you uh, call it in or is there a phone number to call? Well, you didn't. Doesn't sound like you. you go online. I haven't. I haven't even drank it yet. So. Is it like the Powerball ball? Like you have to hit the exact number. Okay. I think you. I think you can win a cooler. We'll keep us posted for next week, and we'll find out what the Golden Stone. You know, hopefully you don't have to get it blasted with a laser or anything. So that would be a. a (laughs) I got to write that down so we don't forget about it next week. All right, Landon. We'll get to the office, and uh, I know you've got. Your 30-minute coffee break before the day starts, so I don't want you to be late. No, I don't want to miss that. That's part. <laughs> All right, dude. We'll catch you next time. All right. We'll All right. Later. Well, guys, that's the remote landing. One of these days, of course, I guess it is harvest, so we'll kind of give him a we'll give him a uh, little, yeah, we'll give him a pass. So uh, the, uh, the whole thing on this deal... Ecos, what ecosystems are dying? I mean, I'm sure somebody's going to try to point to a coral reef. And uh, I go back to the old argument all the time that, um, okay, they say it's the warmest it's been in 100 years. The What is the, the plant? Like the universe is what's supposed to be like 13-something billion years old, and the Earth is supposed to be like, I don't know, like four or five billion years old. So what, what did the climate look like in, say, like negative two billion? billion bc was it was it was there an ice age i mean i know we had ice ages and what brought us out of the ice ages what put us in the ice ages and um so yeah i mean how do they know they're 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 going against records that are i mean they use what the tree rings and all that stuff and they try to pull out everything and uh if one thing i've learned from several science uh, scientists is that there's rarely a consensus on anything Pretty much that we landed on the moon. Well, there's not even a consensus on that because that means 100%. Pretty much, well, I would say the Earth is round, but there's not even a consensus on that. So um, if there's people out there that still think the land, the uh, Earth is flat, and then it's not outrageous that we think that climate change may be happening, but not necessarily our fault. But God forbid you say that, and God forbid you say that in front of a 16-year-old before she goes and takes her driver's test in uh, Sweden. And chances are that's like a little smart car that, you know, runs on a cup of coffee or something. And it's probably organic coffee and soy milk. So 
we've got this little short episode for you guys, and um, since we're rolling through the corn and uh, getting some pretty good yields down here, we're um, we're ha- we're probably I don't know a third of the way through, and we're rolling through some corn. We've had some pretty warm days. We were ninety yesterday and ninety today, and um, or we will be ninety today, so we're gonna get that corn dried out. So, guys, until next time, we might give you a harvest report from the field, and everybody stay safe during this harvest season. And just be sure to ask yourself, what side of the line are you on? The Dry Line Farmer Podcast brought to you by... We batter everything. We'll batter the shit out of it. The Dry Line Farmer Podcast, all rats reserved, a member of the Global Ag Network, 2019.